Hello everyone. Today I am going to narrate a story for my first podcast. The Last Leaf by O. Henry. In a little district west of Washington Square, the streets have run crazy and broken themselves into small strips called places. These places make strange angles and curves. One street crosses itself a time or two. An artist once discovered a valuable possibility in this street. Suppose a collector with a bill for paints, papers and canvas should in traversing this route suddenly meet himself coming back without a cent having been paid on account. So, to quaint old Greenwich village, the art people soon came prowling, hunting for north windows in 18th century gables and Dutch attics in low rents. Then they imported some pewter mugs and a chafing dish or two with 6th avenue and became a colony. At the top of a squatty three-story brick, Sue John Johnsey had their studio. Johnsey was familiar for Joanna. One was from Maine and the other from California. They had met at a table de hoche of an 8th street Delmonico's and found their taste in art, chicory salad and bishop sleeves so cognial that the joint studio really salted. That was in May. In November, a cold unseen stranger whom the doctors called the pneumonia stalked about the colony touching one here and there with its icy fingers. Over on the east side, this ravager stored bloody smithing his victims by scores, but his feet trod slowly through the maze of the narrow and moss-grown places. Mr. Pneumonia was not what you would call a chivalric old gentleman, a mite of little women with blood thinned by Californian zyphers was hardly fair game for the red-fisted, short-breeded old defer. But Johnsy, he smote, and she lay scarcely moving on her painted iron bedsheet, looking through the small Dutch window panes at the blank side of the next big house. One morning, the busy doctor invited Sue into the hallway with a shaggy grey eyebrow. She has one chance in let us say ten, he said, as he shook down the mercury in his clinical thermometer, and that chance is for her to want to live. This way, people have of lining on the side of the undertaker makes of his coming masterpiece. For the rest, he has a fierce little old man, who scoffed and softens in any one, and who regarded himself as mastiff in waiting to protect the young artist in the studio above. Sue found Bearman smelling strongly of juniper berries in his dimly lighted den below. In one corner was a blank canvas on an aisle that had been waiting there for 25 years to receive the first line of the masterpiece. She told him of Johnsy's fancy and how she feared she would, light and fragile as a leaf herself, float away when a slight upon hold, the world grow weaker. Old Bearman, with his red eyes painly streaming, shouted his contempt and derision for such idiotic imaginings. Vas, he cried, 
is the people in the world meet their foolishness to die because leaves they drop off from a compounded vine i have not heard of such a thing no i will not boast and a model for you foot helfen dorfmand why do you all of dot silly pussiness to come in their brain of her ash dot poor little messy she is very ill and weak said sue and the fever has left her mind morbid and full of strange fancies very well mr bearman if you do not care of to pose for me you needn't my i think you are a horrid old old frigid bit you're just like a woman yelled bearman who said i will not pose go on i come with you for half an hour i have been trying so dot i am ready to pose got this is not a place in which so good as miss yonsi shall i sick some day i will paint a masterpiece and we shall go away got yes yonsi was sleeping when they went upstairs so pull the shadow down to the window sill and motioned bellman into the other room is there they peered out the window fearfully at the ivy vine then they looked at each other for a moment without speaking a persistent cold rain was falling mingled with snow bellman is his old blue shirt took a seat at the hermit miner on an upturned kettle for a rock when sue awoke from an hour's sleep the next morning she found johnsy with dull wide open eyes staring at the drawn green shade pull it up i want to see she ordered in a whisper wearily sue obeyed but low after the beating rain and fierce gusts of wind that had been endured through the livelong night they yet stood out against the brick wall one ivy leaf it was the last one on the vine still dark green near its stems with its serrated edges tinted with the yellow of dissolution and decay it hung bravely from the branch some 20 feet above the ground is it the last one said johnsy i thought it would surely fall during the night i heard the wind it will fall today and i shall die at the same time dear dear said sue leaning her worn face down the pillow think of me if you won't think of yourself what would i do but jonesy did not answer the lonest mist thing in the world is the soul when it making ready to go out in its mysterious far journey the fancy seemed to possess her more strongly as one by one the ties that bound her to friendship and to earth were loosed the day wore away and even through the twilight they could see the lone ivy life clinging in its sim against the wall and then with the coming of the night the north wind was wind again loosed while the rain still beat against the windows and pattered down from the low dutch eaves when it was light enough johnsy the merciless commanded that the shade be raised the ivy leaf was still there johnsy lay along for a time looking at it and then she called to sue who was stirring her chicken broth over the gas stove i have been a bad girl sudi said johnsy something had made the last leaf stay there to show me how wicked i was it is a sin to want to die you may bring a little broth now and some milk with a little pot in it and no 
bring me a hand mirror first and then pack some pillows about me and i will sit up and watch you cook an hour later she said sudi some day i hope to paint the bay of naples the doctor came in the afternoon and so had an excuse to go into the hallway as he left even chances said the doctor taking so thin shaking hands in his with good nursing you will win and now i must see another case i have downstairs berman his name is some kind of an artist i believe pneumonia too he is an old weak man and the attack is acute there is no hope for him but he goes to the hospital today to be made more comfortable the next day the doctor said to sue she is out of danger you want nutrition and care now that's all and the afternoon sue came to the bed with johnsy lame contentedly knitting a very blue and very useless woolen shoulder scarf and put one arm around her pillows and all i have something to tell you white mouse she said mr merman died of pneumonia today in the hospital he was ill only two days the janitor found him in the morning of the first day in his room downstairs helpless with pain his shoes and clothing were wet through and icy cold they couldn't imagine where he had been on such a dreadful night and then they found a lantern still lighted and a ladder that had been dragged from its place and some scattered bushes and a parrot with green and yellow colors mixed on it and look out the window dear at the last i will leave on the wall don't you wonder why it never fluttered on or moved when the wind blew our darling it's berman's masterpiece he painted it there the night that the last leaf fell now about the author o henry was an american writer whose short stories are known for wit wordplay and clever twist endings he wrote nearly 600 stories about life in america he wrote in a dry humorous style and as in his popular story the gift of the maggi often ironically used coincidences and surprise endings thank you